It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, folks, this clip is brought to you by Rattle and Snap Tennessee Whiskey from Locksville Distillery. Make your own luck, just like Tennessee football's fast-paced Rattle and Snap offense with Rattle and Snap Tennessee Whiskey. All right, all right, we are back. I'm Charlie Burris. That is Zach Reagan. This is the A to Z Sports Big Orange Podcast on uh, a Wednesday midweek edition. And, I mean, we got to say it, this one's a little bittersweet, Zach. And, and honestly, for a couple of different reasons, and I do want to mention this off the top, obviously, we saw Zakai Ziegler last night, and we're going to talk about that Um I think a lot of people probably watching this, judging off what I'm going to put as the thumbnail. That's probably why you're here. But I do want to mention uh, Roger, one of the legendary figures in Knoxville sports radio, like truly one of the great, uh, great personalities in that space, passed away yesterday. And he, um, you know, I got my start on in, in Knoxville radio that I ended up doing for years at uh, I started at the drive producing for Russell and back then Richard Doherty um, love rich, but uh, Roger would call in every day, like absolute clockwork. And he was such a sweethearted guy. And that's, it's really sad, really um, pray- prayers for his family. And, and that's tough, but just wanted to say that to start things off. Cause that, that was another, another tough part of yesterday along with the Sakai news was seeing that uh, with Roger, but uh now we can get into Tennessee basketball last night, played Arkansas, and it, it was going to be a tough game. I think Arkansas came in with a really bad game plan, even just from the jump, um, but early on in that game. So I, I was actually, I think this happened sort of with both of us, Zach, it sounded like. Um, I had been at a, at a thing, at a little event didn't get home until the game had already started for a little while. Sat down five minutes after Zakai had ripped his knee or whatever. We don't. We actually don't know at the moment. Non-contact. He went down. Cried on the floor. Just, I mean, a- absolutely, absolutely brutal. Thompson Bowling Arena was stark silent, and uh, and. I mean that's that's your your glue guy. That's your your point guard. The heart of the team goes down and is likely. I mean, even if it's a bad sprain, is likely out for the rest of the season because even that would take a, a minute to get back from. And the, the NCAA tournaments in two weeks, and the SEC tournaments, you know, it starts this effectively this week. Um, what a, a week from tomorrow, I guess. I think. I'm thinking correctly. If Tennessee would, uh, if Tennessee ends up being a five seed, it would be a week from tomorrow. If they're a four seed, it would be a week from Friday. But I'll just throw it to you, Zach. Your your thoughts off the top on this Zakai Ziegler injury? Well, it was. I mean, it was kind of like the Hendon Hooker deal, where you you took a second to to process what exactly happened and what it might all mean. I mean, when it first happens, it's just shocking. It's like, Oh my goodness. You know, that's like you said, that's what makes the team go is the Kai Ziegler and seeing him go down. You're immediately like, okay, this is really not good. Then you start thinking about, you know, what does it mean for, for Ziegler? I mean, it, it, 
like you said, he's probably out for the rest of the year. We don't know exactly what's happened yet. Obviously, if you see that injury, everybody's first thought is an ACL. Um, it's non-contact. There's a good chance that that's, that's what it is. You know, maybe it could be a hyper extension or a sprain like you mentioned, but regardless, it seems unlikely that he would return this season. And then if it is a more serious injury, you wonder how it impacts him moving into next season. I mean, if it's an, if it's an ACL injury in, in February playing basketball, you can't assume he's going to be ready to go for next season. But as far as this season goes and the way that Tennessee finished that game, I had a bad feeling. I thought that game was going to go the opposite of how it ended up going. I mean, they kind of played some inspired basket, basketball. Uh, Vestavy, you know, took over, you know, running the point, kind of like he did before Ziegler. Played 38 minutes, played really well. I mean, he kind of just put the team on his back and and did what he had to do. And they went, they just played pretty good basketball after that. But you, you, you do wonder, without Ziegler, how does that impact him long-term? Because it's kind of easy to – not easy, but – you expect to kind of have that adrenaline in the moment. Like, okay, that's our guy. You know, that that's our teammate. We want to go out there and win this game for him uh, while also being concerned for his health and, and what it means for him and his career and his future, you know, more so than even what it means for the team. I mean, I'm sure that, I mean, that's their friend. That's who they, they're around all the time. So I'm sure that was at the front of their mind more so than what it means for the tournament or anything like that, like like maybe fans were thinking about. So to be able to go out and perform the way they did with all that on their mind was incredibly impressive, but it, it's hard to know what it means for the team moving forward. Few things go better with a Tennessee sports victory than an awesome whiskey. And actually me and Jonathan Crompton had a drink of whiskey during the postgame show of every football win this past season. And more specifically, we had Rattle and Snap Tennessee Select Straight Whiskey. You can see it right there. Behind me, Log Still Distillery has released a new Tennessee whiskey product line called Rattlin' Snap Tennessee Whiskey, named after a long-forgotten game of chance. Rattlin' Snap is a whiskey for those who make their own luck. There's a four-year and an eight-year version of Rattlin' Snap Whiskey, and actually, this one behind me is the four-year version right here. It's perfect for making your favorite whiskey cocktails or just drinking neat. It's really great stuff, and I mean, you can see it there. The bottle looks great. Two, you can find Rattle and Snap right now in stores across Tennessee, and Rattle and Snap is also available in Kentucky, Indiana, and Mississippi. So run, don't walk to get yourself some Rattle and Snap whiskey, and follow Rattle and Snap on Instagram at Rattle and Snap Whiskey. That is Rattle and Snap Tennessee Select Straight Whiskey. I said it last night on Twitter. That was an incredible character win for that team. They they just really stepped up in that moment and and laid it out there for Zakai and. That that was really honestly beautiful to watch. They you could just tell they were playing so so hard. Levy got out there on the floor, and and ultimately it ended up with them just blowing Arkansas out. I <laughs> I will say Arkansas, that's a flawed basketball team. Um, not to take anything away from that win, I, I think if Tennessee plays poorly, there's plenty of chance that they could lose that game to Arkansas. Like don't don't get me wrong, they have solid basketball players there, but I was just kind of shocked at how badly they matched up and I, I I don't know there's a lot to analyze there and I haven't watched every Arkansas game all season but I have watched a few and they're just I I don't I don't know if it's poor coaching just a poor makeup on the roster it just doesn't gel exactly right but hey I mean they almost beat Alabama the other night so they can't have great games uh and that was in Tuscaloosa too but it seems like Musselman is more worried about whining to the referees about every single little thing. It seemed like I, that I, coaching. It, it felt like to me, like the, the Ziegler injury, it had happened. Tennessee was playing extremely inspired. I think he had like phoned it in and he was just like, 
whatever. I'm just going to yell at these refs. <laughs> like that's because it, I mean, one of them, it was like a full, a full timeout that he took and just screamed at these guys. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, he's done. He's just, yeah. his team's cooked and he knows it. And so, um, but it, yeah, it was a very inspiring win. Now, in terms of moving forward without Zakai Ziegler, it's a daunting, daunting question because it it really is, you know, th- there are guys that can go out and you have pretty decent replacements. I mean, you saw Tennessee lost, uh, Tennessee lost two players in Phillips and James and then went and beat Alabama. Like they, they have some areas where they can take that hit. They do not have another true point guard. They don't period. The guy is not on the roster. Now I was pretty surprised to see BJ Edwards. I don't know if they just don't trust that guy. It's just purely he's a freshman, but, but it's a guy played a ton as a freshman. It's a guy's only a sophomore mm-hmm. and he played a ton as a freshman. Um, and so Barnes can certainly trust freshmen. I just don't know. BJ's just not there, whatever it might be. Uh, I wonder if they kind of regret not getting him out on the floor more now that, that ZZ's out. I, I'm not sure what the situation is there, but that guy would be kind of the natural choice because um, he, you know, bona fide four-star guy came in, pretty good amount of hype, and it just so far has not uh, hit the ground running. But, I mean, this has to be, essentially now, you're going to have sort of point guard by committee, I would think. Last night, it was Jemai Meshack, who did a really good job. Um, I do think that was probably partially due to Arkansas and just the way that they play defense. I mean, they were just letting Tennessee slash to the basket, get things right on the block, pass right out to to open perimeter guys. I mean, they just they just weren't defending well, period. It, it was... I don't know what they were doing out there, but um, I don't mind that. Can he do it against an Auburn where they have Wendell Green, who is a speedy, uh, speedy point guard and can be pesky? That that's where I get concerned because yeah, Wendell Green is extremely sporadic and they turn the ball over a ton and they're really sloppy. And so I think Tennessee's defense will probably be fine. They actually with Sky Ziegler out, they're actually lengthier on defense, maybe not as quick and doesn't have, they don't have as good a hands um, guarding the, guarding the top of the key. But I mean, ultimately on defense, Tennessee's going to get theirs. That's the way that this team is built. Yeah, but for sure. In terms, in terms of running the floor, I'm, man, I'm not sure. I don't know where they go. It, I mean, it seems like that little plan that we came up with on Monday when we talked about maybe limiting Josiah Jordan James minutes and and not having to push him out there as much like that's kind of out the window. You would think at this point, because you gotta, I mean, you're down a starter. Somebody has got to step up, fill, fill those minutes. And you know, that combination of people like you're talking about, that means he's going to have to play 30 minutes a night moving forward. Probably. Can he do that? I mean, cause he's not, we don't know how healthy he is feels like at any minute he could go back down every every time he's on the floor it just feels like you know happy he's out there will he be out there the next game too like you just can't count on that and then Julian Phillips coming back last night how did you feel about his uh, return to to the lineup I think he only well he played 20 26 minutes decent amount of time um kind of how it's been all season 
he's he's really great defensively and he brings just so much length and uh is a great asset there just offensively the kid, the kid just has a lot to figure out as far as that goes he he's kind of the exact opposite of Mayshack. Mayshack right now has supreme confidence i love just how that that kid's playing like a dog and and in, and i mean that in the very best way like a Jawan jennings dog not like not like oh he's in the doghouse um i i just think that he He's given it all out there. And Phillips just, you can just tell he just lacks confidence. And already you you compound that with the injury. But, he, you know, he, he went out and played. I, I don't know. What was his stat line? Do you have that in front of you? Um, I didn't look. Let's see. With Phillips? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 26 minutes, 7 points, uh, 0 for 2 for 3-point uh, range, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 turnovers. Yeah. I mean that got that's, to the line. He got to the line more than anybody else last yeah, night. Yeah, that's that's a that. quiet, a quiet night, but an effective night. And that's that's what you got to ask of him right now. Yeah, it just seems like the the chances of him, like I think there there was a thought that he would be a like fifteen a night, taking it aggressively to the basket, dynamic offensive guy. That just doesn't seem like it's going to pan out this season. But maybe now with, with Sakai out, they sort of force him into it I, I'm not sure again it's it's so hard to say but this does I, I don't know if you can put some silver linings on it um it, it changes kind of the scouting plan against Tennessee going forward for every team they play so maybe that helps at least for a few games um because you're not exactly sure how Tennessee's going to play because if you know if you have to go back to like Josiah Jordan James running point like he used to, or Jemai Majak running point, or maybe it in, does end up they they bring in BJ Edwards or Tyreek Tyreek Key. I think um, he, he I guess realistically he was out last night with a it's an ankle right I think or something like that. Um, but I realistically if he could step up, but that seems like so much to ask from him because he just has been so crazily inconsistent. Um, I mean maybe maybe if you could ask him to just be a purely facilitating point guard when he goes in and just not chuck up a bunch of shots and and I don't think he would he it seems like he just his confidence isn't there but uh, you know m- maybe that you have to keep Vescovi purely at a two Vescovi I don't want him running point he, he needs to be facilitated off of screens and just that's that's his spot that that's where he operates best it's where he has always operated best with this team and so that I you know I don't think he can slide in that point guard position but it yeah, I think it's going to have to be kind of a, a committee thing, and if if it's just such an unknown, I mean, if it's if it's Mayshack, we'll see. I I don't know how that's going to go with him at point, but it went well last night. If it's going to be Edwards, Lord knows. You know, if if it seems like they have as little confidence in him as they seem to, I'm not sure how that'll be. Key, you don't know how that'll be with how inconsistent he's been. So it's it's a scary prospect. But like I said, if you want to put a silver lining on it, maybe it it confuses your it uh, muddies up your the scouting plan for your opponents because they just they're not exactly sure what you're going to do and, and exactly how you're going to play them I, I i know how i would probably play because this they found success with with phillips and and james out slashing to the basket and either trying trying to go up from there or go to the block or passing it out i've loved that and i hope that they keep doing that and just you know make it a, a full-on assault that way I, I would love that kind of offense, and it would be a change from what Rick usually does. Uh, but we'll, it's honestly, we're just going to have to see. I'm not sure what they're going to do. 
Yeah, I mean, another silver lining is maybe it gets Tennessee out of their comfort zone. Maybe it gets Rick Barnes out of his comfort zone with some of the stuff that they've been running where it forces them into, okay, we have to fit this to the best of, of the personnel that we have. Just let them kind of play their game and see how it works out. Maybe that, you know, kind of gets unlocked something offensively for Tennessee where you're forced to use a combination that you haven't even thought about using uh, because Tennessee – Thank goodness they're as deep as they are. You know, something we talked about early, yeah. early this season, uh, because they can kind of, they can withstand this. You know, are are they still a Final Four team without their point guard? I, I don't think we can say yes or no yet, because I think this game against Auburn is really going to tell us what to expect in the SEC tournament, the NCAA tournament. Because last night was kind of on the fly. You know, obviously you can't plan for that. You're not you're not planning for Ziegler. You know, going out three minutes, two minutes into the game. Now they're going to have a couple of days to prepare. How does Barnes approach this whole situation like you're talking about with, with the point guard position and really just the lineups in general? It'll be interesting to see what comes out of this and how they approach a Saturday's game against Auburn. I think that's going to be the most interesting game of the season just because of what they're facing, how they adjust without Ziegler, and and who knows? Maybe it's better. You know, Maybe all of a sudden this team scores in a, in a different way than they have been and, and you know, it sets them up for a nice tournament run or, you know, maybe a deep NCAA run or maybe it's the opposite. I mean, we just don't know. And that's the the scary thing. I think that's the the unknown is what Tennessee fans felt instantly last night when when Ziegler was hurt. Yeah, it's, it's exactly that. Do they still have the, the talent to play high level basketball? Absolutely. Clearly. I mean, they blew Arkansas off the floor. <laughs> what more do you need to say? Um, But it. I, I actually, I kind of like that Auburn is the next game on the road is tough, but playing a team that has a really traditional point guard and, and, you know, a quick slashing guy like Wendell Green, as sloppy as he is with the basketball, you know, at the end of the day, that will always play into Tennessee's hands because they love to just turn teams over. And that's just how Tennessee wins games a lot of the time. Um, <clears throat> but I, that's, I think it's a it's a good start because they'll be able to test the water and and it's I don't want to say it's no pressure because really unless Missouri loses to LSU tomorrow and it's at LSU could absolutely happen but unless Missouri loses to LSU a a double buy in the SEC tournament is on the line in that Auburn game um, now if if Missouri does lose Tennessee I believe it's over Tennessee gets that four spot no matter how things shake out and that would be great um, but. Uh, you know, it, it's there's not a ton of pressure on that game. If you're a four seed in the tournament or a five seed, yeah, you have to play one more game, but it's not nothing incredibly brutal. It's not like you're playing for an SEC championship or anything like that. But um, I, I think it's it's a good testing ground to kind of see how can Meshack play against a, a pesky quick guard if he's the point guard, <laughs> whoever it ends up being. Key Tyree Key. They the I think. Uh, I want to say Barnes talked about it. They they're hoping to have Tyree Key back for that Auburn game. And that would be good. And maybe he can he would be a little bit more of that traditional uh, point guard there. And he's served in that backup role a lot this season, so that's fine. Um, whatever it's going to be, that's going to be a good test. And I I would say this as far as that Auburn game goes, man. If, if they can pull that out and and play with a lot of fire and beat Bruce at Auburn. Without Zakai Ziegler, that is this hyperbole to say that would be one of the great wins of of Barnes' time in, in Tennessee. It really, it would be a really inspired win, and I they absolutely can do it. They absolutely can. 
Will they? How will that point guard spot go? Kind of your guess is as good as mine, unfortunately. Yeah, for sure. Well, it'll be interesting to to watch that game and how it goes down. And I hope it's not as brutal to watch as that last Auburn game because I don't know if I can handle another oh. 46, 43. I mean, I'll take it. Yeah, sure. Go down to Auburn and win. I mean, it is a little bit better win on the road against Auburn, but man, that was that was some bad basketball to watch. Well, well, let's do this. So we had this is a, a little awkward, but we we have um, a new partner with the show, and we were going to unroll this today. Obviously, we did not know that Sky Ziegler would get hurt, and it would kind of be this bittersweet day. Um, but we wanted to finish this conversation by talking about how far can Tennessee make it in the tournament. That's what the conversation was going to be, period, is how far can Tennessee make it in the tournament from the way that they look currently. And now that question really gets heightened here. How far can Tennessee make it in the tournament? But we want to talk about that, uh, like I said, with our partner, Run Your Pool. And this is uh, a, a, I guess, a... a what would you say? Comp- competition. I was like, I'm searching for the word competition. It's not like I, you know, talk as a job. Nothing, nothing big there. It's right there on the copy. <laughs> <laughs> it is a competition, much like your traditional bracket challenge is where I was going with it. And, and the madness is coming. We've teamed up with Run Your Pool to give you a chance to compete uh, in a new bracket challenge. It's simple. Fill out your picks for all 63 teams in the tournament and get point and get points for each pick that you get right. Run Your Pool is giving away prizes for all the top five finishers, and you get to compete against me and Zach. I mean, this this is the real fun of it here. But the, the main thing that's really great about this, it is free to play. Uh, so you all you have to do is just go sign up, fill out the bracket when, when that time comes, and here's what you got to do. Go to play.runyourpool.com slash A-T-O-Z. Play. P-L-A-Y dot run your pool. R-U-N-Y-O-U-R-P-O-O-L dot com slash A-T-O-Z slash A to Z. Um, go there, sign up, put in your picks, and uh, it says the March 12th, I, I guess, is that when the tournament starts? Um, so obviously you have till March 12th to get that figured out. That, that seems soon. Is it? Man, it is that soon, isn't it? That's two weeks from now. That is how soon it is. Whew. But go to play.runyourpool slash A to Z, and you can play against me and Zach and, and really everybody at A to Z. This is sort of a company-wide thing that we're doing. Um, and, and I want to say, well, I, I don't I don't want to say off the top of my head what all, all the prizes are, but I know they're like pretty, pretty sweet. So go go and look. I don't I won't promise anything that's not actually there. <laughs> <laughs> but go and check it out. Obviously, we'll be talking more about Run Your Pool as we get close to the tournament. This isn't going to be the last one. <clears throat> but with, with that said, and with Run Your Pool in mind, for for the folks that are going to do Run Your Pool, Zach, how far do you think Tennessee can make it this year? Oh, man, I don't feel like I can answer that question until I see them play Auburn. Uh, I, I just don't. Right now, based on what we saw last night, I'd probably say, you know, round of 32, they get knocked out because they just don't, they don't have, you know, their point guard, you know, their, their emotional leader on the floor. So that could change though, based on what we see Saturday against Auburn. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that. It is so hard to say with Zakai Ziegler being out. I mean, it makes this conversation infinitely 
more interesting, I guess, tragic, but interesting. Um, because it just throws such a wrench in what Tennessee can do and has done all season. Uh, they have, with even without Ziegler, you saw last night, and especially with the landscape of college basketball this season, they have the ability to make a Final Four. I don't think that's even in question. This basketball, I mean, Purdue was like a bona fide number one team, and they've lost like five games in the last month. Like, just the wheels have come flying off. And you look across the, the rest of the landscape, like Houston uh, lost to Alabama on their home floor. Well, Tennessee beat Alabama. So who, who really knows? And they, they beat Alabama without Josiah James and without uh, Phillips. So this, this tournament is going to be absolutely wild. It's going to be all over the place. Tennessee can make a final four. I, t- Tennessee, this is so crazy to say, but I think it's 100% true. Tennessee could win a national championship without Sky Ziegler. I, I, do I think they will do that? There's a difference between they can and will they. Do I think they will do that? No. Uh, not at the moment. Obviously, like you said, I think seeing how they play at Auburn, seeing how they play in the SEC tournament, there's going to be a lot that unfolds that probably changes that uh, that view for us. But at the moment, I mean, it is there. I, I have no doubt that they can win going forward, but it's... I just predict it wasn't last night, but against teams with a different defensive makeup than what Arkansas has, it's going to be a struggle to score the basketball, probably more than it has been for the rest of the season, which is a scary thought because even with Ziegler, it was a bit of a trudge. So defensively, they're going to, I think they're still going to win. Like I said, without Ziegler, they actually get more lengthy, honestly, which is uh, pretty, if, you know, it's not, not devastating like it is on the offensive end. But man, I I'm honestly not sure. If if I had to guess right now, I'll say they make the Sweet 16 at, at the moment, just because of how wild everything is in college basketball right now. But then just eventually, it just feels like they're they're going to run into a team with a with a top notch point guard, and that's going to be a real problem. And maybe the Sweet 16 would be it. Maybe the Elite Eight's going to be it. Maybe the Final Four will be it. I don't know. But that just seems like that's where they're they're going to have have some trouble but how many of those how many of them are are out there i mean you even look at like alabama who's gonna presumably be the overall number one seed like they don't have a good point guard quinterly is what hurts them that's their probably their biggest weakness in their starting five so i'm i'm not sure exactly how it'll unfold but i'll, I'll say sweet 16 as of right now and we can obviously reassess but go to run your pool play play dot run your slash atoz and sign up there and then play with me and Zach and everybody else at A to Z compete against us for prizes there with run your pool. And uh, for this basketball segment, this is going to be it. But Zach and I are also going to do a segment about the NCAA news with Tennessee that came out yesterday with uh, every everybody from Pruitt staff getting a show cause. We're going to talk about that too. Uh, but that's going to be a whole different segment. And so uh, that'll go up. This is going to go up on Wednesday. The segment about the NCAA stuff will go up on Thursday. Go check that out there on the A to Z Sports YouTube channel. A to Z Sports Nashville. Subscribe. Hit the notification bell. Hit the like button and all that stuff. And uh, we'll talk to you all then. See you guys then.